3: <laughs> I love the blood and guts and stuff, you yeah. know. It turns me on, you know, ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> I love, I love the feeling of being scared, you know. Kids call them
0: slasher or splatter movies, and they get together to watch them at sound Park. The movies are extremely violent, sexually provocative, and have graphic displays of mutilation
3: with a friend and we like see who can keep their eyes open the longest. Slumber party massacre thought oh, was a classic. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> well, this guy just goes around killing people. Has a lot of all scary
4: You have to know you are better than listening to the science. Kids get the movies from the horror section. Most of the violent movies are rated R and aren't supposed to be seen unless you're 17 years old. Others are made directly on videotape and bypass the rating system altogether.
5: who fucking cares. It's March fucking Matei. It doesn't fucking matter. Welcome to the 343rd consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court. I don't really know if I even give a fuck anymore. And the other guy that had to suffer even more this week is my co-host, Matt. I'm
1: serious. I, you know, I never really got our intro. You know, you have to know you're better than of PsyOps. I know it's better than watching this movie. <laughs> I know it for a fact. I deserved better.
5: <laughs> so, what we ended up getting in our March Matei is a whole heaping helping of Claudio Fergasso and a movie that Bruno Mattei was brought in to fix for the producers because they didn't get the movie they wanted. I I
1: didn't get any movie. I didn't even know if this was a movie.
5: This was a movie in that it was shot to be an hour-long film. more. Uh, I mean,
1: it is what, what did we watch?
5: (laughs) I I honestly don't know. Night killer is a fucking mess. It is all over the fucking place. It has no idea what it's supposed to be. It is completely uneven in tone and it's everything that is gloriously frustrating about watching a Claudio Fragasso film. I have been merciful and stirred you away from me knowingly covering Claudio Fragasso's work. And this is why, because all of his films are just as maddeningly dumb and frustrating but all of the sleazy gross like gore and grew and some of the more like sleazeball elements of the film were all insert shots later so basically there are two different films there's the film that Claudio Fragasso intended which also would probably make absolutely no sense because it's Claudio Fragasso and then you add on top of that that the producers came back in and said hey Bruno Mattei, sleaze this up we can't sell this piece of shit I mean that's not exactly what they said but that's uh, clearly what they wanted because it's that's what like, Bruno it's delivered what they meant yeah this film marks the end of the friendship, essentially, of Bruno Mattei and Claudio Fragasso.
1: Well, I don't doubt it. It almost is the end of our friendship.
5: Oh, come on.
1: <laughs> I, the joke was there. You have to make it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been friends for like a decade, man, so you can't threaten yeah.
1: that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, it's still It's still fun. <laughs>
5: Yeah, this is a frustrating fucking movie. Uh, yeah. We're going to have a real fucking hard time trying to piece it out. And on top of that, the level of fucking grotesque misogyny that gets sandwiched into this, real fucking hard to deal with too, folks. So I wasn't kidding when I posted it in the group that this may be the last year we do fucking March or May, because I don't know how much more of this man's bullshit I can deal with. And if I'm getting a grotesquely more proportion of Claudio Fragassi films in my life that Berno Mattei then was brought in to do something with... I don't know if I want to cover that next year, you know, like, I th- yeah. I think we may have taken this about as far as we possibly could this year.
1: We, we made I, mistakes. Yeah, I'm not uh, going through
5: I'm not going through another movie like this for March. Mate. I just I don't know if I fucking can. I mean, other than the two that we have scheduled, I don't know if I can schedule another year of this. If this is what we're going to get, you know,
1: <laughs> something horrible happened.
5: Yeah. And, Somehow this makes and the shot on video shit it. make it makes it seem better because it's got yeah. so much heavy forgasso in it. It's got to be what it is. It's is a guy who made Troll Whoa. 2 and his uh, wife that he wrote that with.
1: Maybe the wife needed to have more to do with this. I'm telling you.
5: No, she wrote Troll 2 as well. And she wrote this uh, as well. She co-wrote this as well. They're a team. They always work together. And for a while, Bruno Matei, Fregasso, and and Jesus. Uh, Rosella Drudy. Rosella Drudy is right. the closest I can get to it. So Rosella Drudy and Clardo Fregasso work together almost all the time, like exclusively. And they're the team that is responsible for Troll 2. And that level of filmmaking and that ability to coax effective dialogue out of an actor or actress that emotes and also helps convey a story or a thought. That that level of inability to capture that in any way, shape, or form onto a visual medium that Claudio Fragasso is so adept at doing. He's like a savant at making shit film that makes no sense and you can't understand and is also extremely irritating and feels completely inauthentic. Like, that is masterfully on display here. And then it gets chopped and re-edited Bruno Matei style <laughs> so it's gonna be real intense folks this is this is gonna be a real fun review because Jesus fucking Christ Mattei and Fragasso no wonder their friendship ended over this
1: oh my god it should be put into fucking for war crimes with this shit
5: <laughs> okay okay that's a bit severe let's start off with treason
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's start off with fuck this place it's bullshit <laughs>
5: This is not the film that you want to be covering whenever the world's on the brink of collapse. No, not Yeah, right.
1: What if this is the last show? This is it. This is what we ended with.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that'll finally prove whether or not there's a God to you, Matt, if we find out that this is the last show that we do because the world collapses.
1: Yeah, then there is no loving or just God.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, as much as I don't want to be right in this case, um, I think I'm going to be, so I guess we'll we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, This week, if we can get it out to every The uh, Legion Patreon pirate radio edit will feature songs having to do with killing or being a killer or being dead at night. (laughs) <laughs> I, I it's, it's gonna be a lot of songs to do that there's there's various fucking punk bands that i've done as well mostly punk bands or reformed punk bands and then like one fucking depeche mode song to completely close out the entirety of the show for oh, the radio go. edit so yeah but here's the fucking legion patreon let's just get this over with because the world's let's gonna fucking, fucking please, end anyway
4: i'm, I'm, I'm fucking tired let's this'll go. keep it quiet oh hi there i didn't see you. you call me cutting a new show Oh, oh,
5: motherfucking damned with born to kill on the pirate radio edit and for those of you listening on the main feed it's just i don't know something that i was able to add on that would fill the time that we are currently talking over the damned until we actually start this fucking review that we don't really want to start
1: i mean jesus christ all right i
5: have a fucking trailer so oh
1: there's an actual trailer for this
5: yeah so should i just play the trailer or should we not even fucking bother it's like 50 no, seconds no.
1: no no we haven't had a trailer in a while go ahead and play the- <laughs> Jenny Beach Police
6: Department, Officer Gabrielle here.
3: I just got a phone call from a guy spying
6: on me. Was it an obscene phone call? Yes. Did he threaten you? Yes.
5: (laughs) The poor woman will never be the same again. She doesn't remember anybody or anything.
2: All of the victims were raped before they were tortured, mutilated, and killed by the masked maniac.
5: Okay, so that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, that's where the title comes up, just like is pretty typical of a Claudio fergasso or, or Bruno yeah. Mate film. So there you go. That was your fucking trailer, which is just as fucking pointless and explains nothing like we're about to do.
1: Mm, awesome. This is just it's so spicy. Um, anyway.
5: <laughs> we we should probably bring the level of snark down, but like I don't fucking no, care. No, you film know what? We don't have it.
1: to. We've done a pretty good job these last few weeks about not having levels of snark. So you know what? <laughs> we have it saved up. We have some, we have equity and snark that we get to spend right now we
5: were all right? we were far too kind to white apache given yeah. that we felt that it had at least some what of its heart being in the right place this film yeah clearly has nothing there's the no right heart place. There's nothing, nothing.
1: Yeah. there's no heart night killer first 20 all right we're at a play rehearsal um anyway the lead gets there they're very late so they go to get changed uh, as she's getting changed we see this dude in a willy really weird creature mask with these with a huge hand Full of claws and chases her, and then kills her by impaling her. She did so, take her top
5: off, and there was nudity, and it was kind of a thank you movie for a moment.
1: Yeah, I'm not thinking this movie for shit. So you go ahead, you do what you need to do.
5: Um, I'm always grateful when I see boobs, even when they're in a terrible film.
1: I gotcha. Well, I mean, uh, and, and not bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, murder uh, by he shoves his claw hand right through her and just totally impales her. Um, kind of weird, but all right. Um, like it doesn't seem like strong enough not just to be totally flimsy
5: (laughs) okay well i'll save it for the 20 minute break but i can explain some of this for you as to why it it doesn't none of it actually lines up and makes sense because we kind of mentioned it at the start but like i'll focus in on the individual pieces as to why it doesn't match up but we'll we got to keep going
1: oh Right either. Anyway, after all this, um the uh, director's like, Well, I gotta go find that lead person. So she goes to the back, killers there, uh, slashes her a bit, uh she gives the you know, they we have a little cat mouse chase. Um
5: Padding as I like to call it. Yeah,
1: right. Uh after a little bit more of uh all that, uh she um is killed.
5: Is all of that padding or running and chasing or all of the above?
1: All of the above.
5: Okay, just checking.
1: Yes. Um so then we see a guy, he's picking a young lady, like a daughter, up from uh, her mom. Uh, and he goes and meets with his wife and takes her. At first I was like, oh, this must be her dad. But we find out later it's not. Um, the lady then, she sees a news report about, apparently, the also the lead lady was raped before she was murdered. But you never actually see any the raping, just the murder.
5: Thankfully so. And once again, yeah. the explanation in the 20 minutes as to why, folks.
1: All right. Uh, this kind of bothers her and she goes to work. As she works, she starts getting lewd phone calls. Uh, and she calls the police to get something and doesn't, you know, they can't really do anything. They said they'll, you know, monitor what's going on and, and try again, uh, you know, and check in with her. So then we see the killer is in the house. The cops call back. The killer pretends to be her husband saying, oh, my wife, you know, she, she misunderstood what was happening. They thank her. Um, So then the killer uh, corners her and takes off the mask and says, it's all real now. She screams. That's the end of the first 20 minutes.
5: Okay. The reason why parts of this movie have reporters saying that the women were raped, brutally tortured, and then murdered. But what we actually see is... (coughs) The instant he comes near them, all he does is rip their throats open with his claw hand that is definitely just rubber latex and there is no way that the claws in any way, shape or form could do any of this and be sharp enough. And yes, there is no way that the claws could actually ram through a person, but they had the outfit and those mutilation scenes were inserted later. That is the stuff that Bruno Mattei shot. Oh, okay. So, what Bruno Mattei basically did is every brutal murder scene that's in this film and then some of the grimier stuff that happens after the murder scene as well, Mm -hmm. as far as I understand it. The reason for that is when Claudio Fragasso, uh, his original intention apparently was to make this more of a psychological thriller kind of thing. And when he delivered what he delivered to the producers, it didn't have any of the blood and guts. And as far as I understand it, it may not have even had uh, one of the later scene kills that isn't really that bloody but is kind of like Actually psychotic and gruesome. All right. Um, there's a necrophilia scene coming up, is basically what I'm getting at. But like a would-be necrophilia scene, I'm not sure. Like Fergasso may have included that, maybe. Not sure. Possibly. Yeah. But uh the basic gist of it is all of the gore and grossness wasn't Fergasso, and that's not what he wanted. And he got very upset about that. I read about that earlier some in some fucking trivia. I didn't really do any research. I just kind of clicked on the trivia, so I had something to fucking talk about. And thankfully so, because there's really nothing else to talk about, because as much as you can remove the the Like the gore and the grue that's in this that makes it more confusing. The storyline that they're trying to put forth is still confusing as fuck it just makes it worse it's like turning the kaleidoscope and fracturing the image that much more to not be able to process what you're seeing that's it that's all that the gore adds yeah yeah pretty much Uh, i don't even know if it adds enough um no it just makes it all i'm saying is it just makes it more confusing it just turns the kaleidoscope and it just makes it harder to process what you're seeing it just you can't fucking tell what it is you're really watching because you're being told that these really heinous brutal like torture murder actions are happening but what you're being shown is he punches through one chick's stomach with his fist to rip out her guts and then slashes another chick's throat with his claw and then chases her until she bleeds to death. Pretty much. Yeah. But the reason for that is that that that's not part of the original story, but like uh, how much of that actually is, or is it just that he shows up at her house? You know, like either way, this makes absolutely no sense other than the woman true. sees a news report and then immediately the killer's at her house or she's getting calls throughout her day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, folks. It just gets dumber and more fucking confounding from here. Yeah,
1: I don't even know like where to go with any of this, but all right. I'm going to um, try and
5: piece it together for you as much as I possibly can because I tried to find a through line from this as yeah. best as I could because I knew that it was going to be difficult because there really kind of isn't one. You can see where there might have possibly been one, but I also don't want to give Fergasso too much fucking credit. <laughs> we can go on. I, I think I'm, okay. I'm good if you are. Well, a
1: doctor and a cop, they talk and that is our first clip. That woman is our key witness.
2: She's the only one who's ever seen this guy's face, you know. She's the only one who can identify him. That's
0: where you're wrong. Yes, she did see his face, but the trauma has completely erased it from her memory. She doesn't remember anything. She's even forgotten her own name. Well, let's show her the mask. She'll remember this thing, won't she? It won't mean anything to her. If she can't recognize people, she certainly won't recognize the mask. (laughs) Is it true she's even forgotten she's got a daughter? Yes. We had the child brought in in the hopes that perhaps that will have an effect on her.
2: Okay, now if that doesn't work, let's just go ahead with the emergency plan. No,
0: no, no, no. That's sheer madness. Well,
2: what are, you, what are we supposed to do then? Just sit back and watch while this guy goes out and notches up another victim?
0: Maybe the fact that he was not able to kill this time will calm him.
5: Yeah, or make him more determined to do it the next time
0: okay
2: all right so we kind of
1: understand she apparently survived
5: somehow Uh, she was able to survive yes
1: the doctor takes the daughter the little girl to see her mom but the mom doesn't really recognize her or anything uh the couple take that daughter home they're stopped by a news team and that is our next clip
2: fifth victim melanie beck the only woman to survive the ordeal has not been seen for the last 24 hours
5: yeah okay I'm the guy who saved her. That filthy animal left this little scratch for me to remember him by. Now, I
2: understand that you are one of the key witnesses in this case, and that you could be instrumental in finding this mass murderer.
5: Unfortunately, I didn't get a look at his face. He came at me with that knife of his. Son of a bitch cut my face in half before I laid my hands on him.
2: Well, certainly Mrs. Beck saw the man's face. After all,
6: he had her in his clutches for more than eight hours.
5: That poor woman will never be the same again. She doesn't remember anybody or anything. My wife and I have been granted temporary custody of her daughter. This is her daughter, Clarissa.
2: We've been the Beck's friends for the past six years, and we always tried to do favors for them whenever we could, even after the divorce. And Mr. Beck has not been seen around here since the incident? The fist happy drunk. No one's seen him in God knows how long. My Sherman and I have practically been raising Clarissa, she's been spending a lot of time over at our house. The Lord hasn't blessed us with any children of our own. Just think about this. Her father was a cop before he got booted off the force. If I were him,
1: I'd kill that psychopath with my bare hands, you got that?
5: Jesus fucking Christ, Fergaso!
1: Yeah, that's just—I don't know.
5: <laughs> this is all Fergaso. This is very clearly fucking Fergaso. The directorial styles—you can see the difference, which adds to the confusion and makes it worse. I got you. This is the level of fucking bullshit you have to deal with with Fergaso. Yeah,
1: bullshittery.
5: This um, is some bullshit.
1: All right. So, anyway, uh, we see the mom is uh, she's out driving around uh, apparently, and uh, some dude pulls up next and starts harassing her well uh she flips him off and he follows her into a building uh, he follows her into the bathroom and he's looking for her she shows up with a gun pointed at him has him take off all his clothes and dumps him in a
5: toilet and flush
1: yes and flush she then leaves and he kind of sees his wet clothes and says fuck it and just leaves himself
5: okay uh for those of you that are into dudes in banana hammocks this is going to be a sequence for you because he goes a running around in not but a banana hammock and he's a pretty fit dude so there you go
1: boy do we have the scene for you um
5: <laughs> boy was this shot for you to enjoy
1: yeah i hope you hope you hope everything's going all right um then we cut two She's on a beach, and she appears to be drinking and trying to take pills. But see, he's back driving around, this guy, and he finds her and throws her into the ocean to make her swallow salt water, and so she throws up all the drugs.
5: This guy is psychotic. Yeah. As we are shown, anyway.
1: Yes, as we are seen. Anyway, um... We then cut to a lady. She is out, uh, talking to some guy. We don't see the guy's face. And she's like, you know, my mom always said never, you know, get with strangers. And then she's like, but fuck that bitch. So you know, I, that's why I don't listen to her. And she wants to go with this strange dude. Um. So the Ham mom handed
5: we, fucking message.
1: Yeah. Well, we cut back to the mom. She wakes up. She's got a real bad headache. Then we cut back to the lady, that lady. And what we now are assuming is the killer from the bar. They get back to his studio. Uh, he puts on the mask and claws on. Uh, she uh, she thinks it's uh, really hot. And they start kind of going at it until he starts hurting her. And she's like, well, I'm out of here. And then he kills her by pretty much drowning her in wax and then impaling her. And then, yeah, this is where you kind of get, because her old body's waxed over, and you get the impression he's about ready to commit necrophilia.
5: Well, he kisses her, telling her how sexy yeah. she is, and climbs on top of her. He's pretty much conjugating the verb. The movie just cuts away from the good stuff.
1: Including he then puts his mask and the same mask and claws on her as he has. So it's almost like he's saying that he is the uh, attractive.
5: Well, it's like he's looking for someone that is the same thing as him and this is some kind of weird psychotic ritual is the only guess that I would have as to why this would be. But in reality, they probably just had the extra mask and claws. And Fergasso was like, oh, this speaks volumes. This says yes. so much about his soul. No, it's just fucking weird. And it just, a, it just looks fucking weird. That's it. That's it.
1: But uh, uh, that's a message. There's <laughs> a message here.
5: <laughs> He's transforming his victims into himself or something i don't f- No, no that's not it at all it's just fucking dumb
1: yeah yeah there you go it's dumb
5: they had an extra um, fucking mask they thought it would be creepy and they wanted some well, necrophilia and the actress that was doing this didn't want her face on, cam- on yeah, camera on camera while the, the necrophilia was happening
1: probably and by the way that was the end of that 20
5: minutes good let's just move fucking on i've said what i have to fucking say oh, fuck this movie this,
1: this could be a quick show i'm telling you right now <laughs> <laughs>
5: we'll do some fucking news, and then it'll just be as fucking long as it fucking is once this review's over.
1: Because, uh, I mean, guys, seriously, this is- <laughs> This is a real bad one. This this is possibly worse than Munchies. At least Munchies had a conveyed story. It was a bad story, but at least it, it was linear. It went places.
5: Right. There's a reason why I have tried to keep Claudio Fragasso away from you and this show. Because yeah. if you can't handle Munchies, you can't handle Fergasso. And fucking no. Fragasso snuck in on me on a March Mate motherfucker.
1: Oh, uh, uh, what a... I mean, assholes. So anyway, <laughs> the next 20 minutes, uh, so... So, um, the dude comes back to where the mom is, the dude that, you know, kind of grabbed her and she's like, uh, she, uh, wants to be able to kill herself. Uh, and she's and she still has that gun of hers. Uh, but then he takes the gun and he decides, he says, I'll kill you. And he shoots at her, but it's empty. He unloaded. He says that she belongs to him and that he makes the rules or else she will die, but it will be slowly. Um, he then says he has to go out and blow off some steam. So then we see, there's this scientist lady. I don't know where we came from this, but she's, she's checking on some machines and the killer's there and kills her next.
5: The reason Uh, you don't know is because this is a Matei insert that doesn't really need okay. to make sense so boom All
1: right. if there's there blood
5: and guts it's a mate insert
1: gotcha um then we see the dude is watching over the mom as she lays there sleeping uh then we see a news report on the latest victim um the dude then ties up the mom and makes her beg to kiss her which is just that's weird then we cut to the cops being interviewed and that's our is next clip.
3: Is
2: it true that you're in charge of protecting melanie back Can't let her slip between your fingers you think the slasher got her? Listen very closely here, people. Melanie Beck is a free citizen. She's got the right to come and go as she pleases.
3: Well, didn't you assign her a personal bodyguard?
2: No, we did not assign her a personal bodyguard. We were keeping her under protective surveillance. That's all.
3: Uh, but isn't Melanie Beck the only person who can identify this maniac?
2: <laughs> Melanie Beck has undergone a tremendous amount of tragedy. She, she doesn't remember anything about that night. She doesn't remember her own name, for Christ's sakes. Look, if you want to know more about Melanie Beck, why don't you talk to Dr. Uh, Dr. Willow? He's been treating her.
3: Well, how do we get in touch with Dr. Willow? What, what, where's Dr. Willow!
6: Dr. Willow! Dr. Willow, can you make some kind of statement for us, sir? Uh,
0: Melanie Beck is living in a state of disassociative schizophrenia triggered by the trauma of the experience she was forced to undergo. The poor woman went through the most traumatic ordeal a human being can experience. A clinical examination of the patient revealed an inordinate amount of seminal fluid. The pure evil of the violence that was put upon her has unhinged her mind. The patient now has a very fragile grip on the reality.
2: Hasn't Mrs. Beck made various suicide attempts?
0: Yes, yes. She swaddled a whole bottle of barbiturates. And we saved her only by pure chance.
2: Why would she want to kill herself?
0: To punish herself. To expiate the sense of guilt that was tormenting her. You see, in those eight hours, the assailant vented all his sadistic rage on her. At first, she resisted him. But by the end, she was completely passive. In the end, she accepted it.
3: Accepted it?
0: The survival instinct. And paradoxically, that's why she wants to commit suicide. To punish that part of her that passively gave in to the onslaughts of the maniac.
2: There are those who believe that the maniac has kidnapped
6: Mrs. Beck and that she's in grave danger.
0: I sincerely hope not. When I saw Melanie the day before yesterday, she was still in a confused state. She might not recognize him immediately.
2: And what would the consequences be?
0: The man is an extremely dangerous psychopath. He most likely would put her through the same ordeal. The shock, paradoxically, would bring her back to her senses. But the moment she recognized him, he would kill her.
5: Oh, my fucking God, that was forever.
0: Uh, Just to
1: let you know, uh, during this whole part, we see Mom is putting down makeup and loading that gun. Uh, The dude comes back, uh, and he gets stopped by kind of like the the landlord of the place they're in, asking about his new girlfriend and how drunk she must have been or whatnot. And she's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. As he comes walking in, the mom shoots at a mirror. And that's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final third. 30 minutes. That's right, in 36 minutes of this show, we're almost done with the review. And that's how little there is to talk about.
5: Yeah, I mean You've covered everything. And that clip was like so much expository dialogue. There are things that doctors and police will not fucking tell reporters that they put into that. Yeah. They needed to have this be a separate conversation than a news reporter. And then the fucking score on top of that. Like, I, I don't know how much of this I can lay heavily blaming Claudio Fragasso, but I've seen Troll too, and I've seen when he has even more money than this. What it turns out to be like, Oops. so I know that he's that inevitable of a fucking director so i'm gonna fucking blame him this stuff is prime fucking example of just how fucking much of a hack fragasso is i hate to go after people but this dude should not have been allowed to make movies they are terrible
1: yeah i mean these are not good movies
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the worst parts i mean like when he writes but Matei directs it's at least, like, ineptly directed in the right direction and ineptly written in the right direction. When Fergasso writes and directs and no one is there to, like, be kind of a buffer between him and the actors, you get this. You get that last sequence, that three-minute-long clip, which yeah. basically tried to lay down the entire back history of this character without showing it. It's so ineptly done and so fucking lazily just fucking trying to sideload you with information without even really doing any heavy lifting to do it.
1: Yeah, it is... uh... just
5: (laughs) just just the fucking level of willing suspension of disbelief that you have to have to think that this actually conveys your story properly you know like like to actually just sit there and be like to believe that a reporter and a doctor and a police chief would have this conversation and it would be on the record and then earlier i didn't comment on it but the kind of shade and the awful things that they say about that cop on the fucking news to a fucking reporter people don't fuck do that no and if they fucking do there's fucking consequences for that shit
1: yeah typically
5: <laughs> you go ahead and slander a fucking drunk as shit ex-cop on the fucking local news and see what happens to you you fuck around and you find out what that psychotic motherfucker would do.
1: Yeah, because he would fuck you up. <laughs> and not that that's a good thing. He's a piece of shit for doing it.
5: <laughs> right, but what I'm getting at is that people don't fucking do that. Even, even still, like this girl has been through enough, and they're slandering her fucking father pretty much in front of her on yeah, camera. Yeah. Okay, and then we got this bullshit where p- patient fucking like privileged information about a patient's psyche is willingly just thrown out there. Personal history about choices she's made to end her own life and to end her suffering. Just thrown out there and then casually diagnosed on camera for the world to fucking see. Nobody gets to remain being a psychiatrist after doing that.
1: No. Like, and no, that would that, be... The, you have to go away after that.
5: The level of fucking ineptitude to think that you can put that on film and just get away with it and that people will just go with it. Like, yeah. just the daysical, lazy fucking way of producing a film I I'm fucking insulted that they think they can just like like that I'm just gonna suspend my disbelief that much just to go along with them like they have not earned any ounce of goodwill that they feel that they deserve with less than 30 minutes left and they're about to try and pull an M. Night Shyamalan level of fucking twist in this movie that they have not earned set up or explained properly in any way shape or form that is so unbelievably fucking frustrating I had to make Mention it now just to not fucking scream when we get there. Yeah. Fuck this fucking movie! Can we just be done with it?
1: Yes, we can. We can go into the final thirty minutes.
5: Yes, please.
1: (laughs) Okay. So let's see here. Oh fuck! I almost want to just not do. So all right. Um, all right. So the final thirty. Uh, the uh, the dude he gets into the room. Uh, after the mom had shot the glass or the mirror, he's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Well, then the landlord comes in. He's like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" He goes, "Oh, just something." fell they like, heard like the gunshots he goes hey and you know he bribes him and he goes listen you better watch yourself or else i'll call the cops you know and the guy lee um she then kind of cuddles the guy and asks, you know, hey, what took you so long? Why were you gone for so long? Uh, he asks if, uh, uh, he asks what she remembers and that she says, the only thing I remember is that you have to kill me. And uh, he's like, you don't remember anything else? And she's like, nope. And he's like, oh, well, all right. Um, so then uh, the cops, they're starting to realize they think the killer has the mom and that goes to our next clip. Found the car, checked the registration,
4: No one's back car right? A woman fitting Melanie Beck's description was seen at a hotel a few miles from here. I wait for this. According to the witness, she was being followed by a half-naked guy in a Jeep.
2: Yeah, I know, I realize that. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
4: this is true.
2: Okay, look, let me call you back. I'll call you back. He's done it. He's really done it. God. I hoped it wouldn't actually come to this. What do we do now? I don't know. What do you mean, you don't know? We had a specific plan ready here if the guy made a move. But thanks to your TV appearance a while ago, you practically
0: gave him the idea. Don't be absurd. I was only hypothesizing. I didn't think it would really do it. You're the famous shrink.
2: The the, the famous expert who shot off his mouth on TV with all those highfalutin theories. I'm just a cop, man, who wants to do his job. And I do my job with these.
0: Listen, you can't blame me for what happened.
2: I can blame you, and I do blame you. Now, if you don't do something about this, I'm gonna fix it with the press to make you look like the quack of the century.
0: All right, I'll speak to the press. And you'll do it now. All right, but I warn you, we are dealing with a homicidal maniac here. This could push him over the edge even more, and cause more victims.
2: If we don't stop this guy right now, he's going to kill again regardless of what we do. You do realize that, don't you? Yes.
1: So uh, then we cut to the dude is dressing up mom. Uh, in kind of like what could be disguised to go out in. We send, uh, the daughter and the caregiver, the dude who had his face marked up, they're watching, uh, the doctor on TV give an interview. Uh, the next day, uh, the paper declares, uh, you know, the, the front page of the paper has the mom's picture on it. And the landlord recognizes this and, uh, let's see here, uh, and he calls the cop. Uh, the detective shows up to the apartment complex type thing, sends away uniformed police officers, to go look for himself, so this cop's is obviously real smart,
5: or in on something.
1: Yeah, well, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, or in on something exactly. Um, he walks in and he gets knocked out by the guy, and uh, the guy and the mom both leave. Uh, well, uh, the friend who got his face cut, he's gearing up, and that is our next clip. Sherman,
3: what are you doing? I'm going out with a gun. That crazy bastard who cut my face up. He's out there roaming around somewhere. Now he's got our friend Melanie and he's holding her hostage.
2: But why, why do you have to go?
3: Isn't what he did to you already enough?
5: Annie, I told you. I'm the only one who's seen his face. I'm the only one who can possibly identify him. Now I did just like you said. I haven't told the police
2: anything. Okay, okay, we'll tell the police. But leave the gun at home, sure then. No, someone's gotta stop that crazy bastard. Annie, take it from me, the police are groping in the dark. Now I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna find that murderin' bastard and I'm gonna plug him one right between the eyes. Uh, 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 Annie, I'm going.
3: I'm not letting you go out this door. What about me? What about our daughter? Our daughter? She's
5: not our daughter.
3: She's Melanie Beck's
5: daughter, remember?
3: You know what I think? You want to know what I think?
2: Oh, don't start this again.
3: I think the maniac should split her throat from ear to ear. Jeez. She's not worthy of our daughter, Clarissa. She's a trap. She's been laid by everything in a 50-mile radius. Including you, Sherman. Annie, Isn't that that's funny? enough. You're out of your mind. Oh. Oh.
2: You didn't think
3: that I didn't used to watch you.
2: Your eyes bummed out of your head as she lay there. Nude, nude, practically nude Sunday. Dream
3: on. She attracted that man to her house like a bitch in heat. I want my mommy. I want my mommy. It's all right, honey. Mommy's here. It's all right. You're not my Mommy.
5: Oh, Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Yeah, 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 nothing seems real fucking healthy.
5: <laughs> Besides that, none of it is even remotely believable. The actors are well over the top because Fragasso can't direct for shit.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's real bad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you can hear it. You can fucking hear it. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah 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 it's it's uh it's not fun um yeah it's not fun. it's not
5: terrible fun it's not it's not like yeah. so bad it's good it's not so no. over the top, it's fun. It's just fucking bad.
1: Is, thank you. Yeah. All right. So the killer, well, I don't know the, the, the dude and the mom. uh they're out, and he makes a call to the cops, and you can say like that it's almost like they're trying to make a negotiation. Well, the mom sees her photo in the paper, and she makes a run for it, and of course he gives chase. Well, the friend's driving around town, and he finds mom, and he picks her up and takes her back to her place. All the while, the dude dropped like he sees, and he's like, oh because, you know, they, they got away. Well, the dude leaves the mom alone in the house, and then all of a sudden, she sees a man in the phone booth call, and it's the killer calling her again. All of a sudden, the person's gone, and uh, we see the killer is there, and the killer is actually the friend, the neighbor dude, who got his face slashed. He shows he got his face slashed because uh, it was her. Uh, she, He was going to make her kill herself, and he, instead of him doing it, and when he untied her, she slashed his face, causing him kind of a problem. Well, anyway, then she kind of starts making out with him and he doesn't really know what to do. Uh, she's making out with him and then before you know it, she stabs him right in the dick.
5: Uh, the only good writing in the entirety of the film, the only good acting in the entirety of the film, you feel what she's doing, you know what she's doing, her intent is there, and she actually sells that she's turned on to the guy to him and he sells it as if he's falling for it. And it's like the best part of the fucking movie. It's the only thing that was like even yeah. slightly redeemable. And I think it's probably because we knew this rapist son of a bitch got stabbed in the dick and it was just so satisfying to see that happen.
1: Yes. These are these are facts. You, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're going with good facts there.
5: But it's it's not redeemable at all. Like, it's, that doesn't redeem the no, entirety of the no, movie. No, it
1: doesn't actually do anything good for it. No, know, it's the but... clip to
5: look for on fucking YouTube is what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, anywho. <laughs> um, after that, the guy looks like he's still getting ready to kill the mom. But then, all of a sudden, the weird dude busts in through the window, shoots, and kills the guy. Um, we cut to the cop and the doctor they show up and are being interviewed and that's our final clip
3: body.
0: we had devised a plan together with dr. willow to capture the murderer mr. and mrs. Beck acted as well I guess you could say guinea pigs of a sort what do
6: you mean by guinea pigs
0: one was voluntary the other involuntary you see mrs. Beck had sublimated her trauma uh, to the point where she couldn't deal with it she had to relive the experience in order to overcome it.
3: Well, wasn't that a rather dangerous approach?
0: I must say that there were some differences of opinion between us and Detective Clark. However, you see, it was just a theory of mine. The important thing is that it worked.
6: But wasn't it Sergeant Beck that was expelled from the force, Detective Clark? Yeah, he
0: was. But I can guarantee you that after this, he'll not only
2: get his job back, he'll probably get a promotion out of this. promotion? Oh, come on. A, prom-
6: a promotion? A promotion. Hey, what
5: do you mean, Martin? Jesus fucking Christ.
1: (sighs) well anyway as all this is happening the family's back together they're all laying in bed having a good old time like uh, nothing happened Um, so everyone's all sorts of you know yay we're all happy again you know oh mom's back and all that kind of shit whatever Um, the kid goes to find a present and uh, the, the mom and the dad they sit there they're talking to one another about how they're worried about their daughter and if everything's gonna be okay and and then, before you know it, uh, the daughter it opens up a present. It's the killer's mask and claws. She starts talking like the killer. Roll credits.
3: 100%.
1: That's the quickest review we've ever done on the show.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) okay. So the uh, big twist that we were trying to get set up here from Fragasso is not that the woman was being tormented by not one, but two psychopaths. It was actually her husband who was tormenting her in a way to try and trigger her memory so that she would remember who her killer was. But then the police were using this fact once they realized what it was to bring the killer out by having his would-be favorite. favorite victim and the one who got away be taken by someone else so that he would increase their risk-taking behavior. Am I getting this right? Yeah. And the doctor was along for the ride on this. And while the husband was working together to try and force the wife to deal with her trauma, which is why he was saving her life and being gentle with her, but yet still seemed very forceful and kind of rapey and weird and possessive of her and, and all of that kind of stuff. So the film is basically trying to gaslight you in the very end of it to make you believe that there could possibly Also, be a happy ending to this woman's life being horrifically destroyed by this serial rapist, murderer, psychopath. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Oh, but Uh, we're not done yet because there's yet another twist where it turns out having a fucking twisted psychopathic sexual weirdo motherfucker also raise your daughter turns her into him
1: yeah exactly and uh, and you know oh my god it's the worst fucking shit
5: yeah now that storyline the storyline is essentially yeah. that he killed two women that we know of for sure Um, after brutally brutalizing and raping him and then he finally settled on this woman was with her for like eight hours she placated him he worked out a bunch of stuff and seemed to have essentially stopped for a while after her but she sliced his face or she attacked him back and he got away and it was supposed to be believed that the neighbor showed up to be the hero because she was so traumatized she didn't remember anything and then they trigger the memories blah 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 that you can see the through line of what they were intending to do but it's so ineptly done and it's so ham handedly just thrown at you the backbone of the story the concepts that they have are actually pretty decent and the 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 idea is that you know there would be such a trauma that your your brain would block out that memory altogether I mean There there is some sound psychological stuff there that I could possibly give you a little bit of leeway on, but you build up absolutely zero goodwill with the non-actor level of talent you bring into me in film and also have them directed by a person who clearly doesn't even speak English because of the level of the way that the acting is done. He's going by emotions that he can tell. Yeah, (laughs) It's so over the fucking top. The dialogue is so badly fucking written. They didn't think out anything ramifications-wise as to what they would have these professional people said. It's very clearly just so haphazardly done on the quick and on the cheap just to be able to produce yet another film and get it done. And it just seems like a complete pointless exercise in nothing other than, well, we could. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. I fucking Um, stole
5: this movie for us to watch, and I feel cheated.
1: I mean, you stole it, and I still think you paid too much.
5: I did. I fucking stole it. I'm going to say it. I fucking stole this movie, and I still got ripped off.
1: You did. Yeah, you still paid too much money for it.
5: Yeah, the, (laughs) the amount of bandwidth it took me to procure this film for us yeah and then uh, upload it to lot. you and then also watch off of my plex server the
1: time <laughs> the time we took on this
5: movie the time we've taken bitching about this movie It even still 57 minutes which is still the shortest fucking show we've ever done including all the fucking about that we had in here and i still like i still feel fucking cheated like and i feel like our audience has been fucking cheated because we chose this film
1: yeah we're sorry audience we didn't mean to we didn't mean to do this to you we just thought it was gonna be a normal fucking Matei movie we didn't know all these other assholes got their fingers in it
5: you know what though this is very much a Fergasso film and i can promise you man i have no interest in ever doing fragasso films knowingly. Yeah,
1: I, I I would hope that we never do this again
5: <laughs> we never go through Fergasso again we're not going to talk troll too that's not this yeah. kind of sh- we're not that kind of show you can't even yeah. make it through Bunchies, you're not a troll 2 kind of guy you just no. Don't.
1: i will not be a troll 2 kind of guy
5: <laughs> even when it's rift i don't think you could tolerate it
1: <laughs> oh <Troll 2. laughs> good god almighty
5: this was so this fucking bad worst. this has got to be possibly the lowest of the low because there's not even there's not it's not even like with horror house on highway 5 where it was just so out there and so weird that you just you couldn't tell if they were fucking with you or not and that kind of yeah. made it brilliant you know because it was just the tone was just so all over the place like that's my touchstone for like bad but good You know, or so bad. It's good. Like, because I just, I just don't know, you know, this is not that this is just so fucking bad. It's such a waste of time and it's such a waste of a week. (laughs) and it's such a fucking bummer and it has broken us and we still have two fucking mate movies to go for march Uh,
1: but i mean we might have like actually topped out with how bad this is
5: yeah i mean if it gets any worse than this this is 94 percent fragasso and six percent matey like this is really fucking bad i don't know if i mean like i need to double check to see who's the main director in these films because just because bruno matey is tagged on it doesn't mean that it's enough bruno matey to be a bruno Matei film like yeah we got blessed when it was mostly lucio fulci and then bruno Mattei came in to finish because he didn't want to
1: <laughs> yeah exactly right uh, yeah. but i'm just saying jesus christ but man.
5: when you bring in mate to sleaze up your fragasso i'm fucking out on that all fucking day i don't yeah, ever yeah. want to go through that again
1: <laughs> no thank you
5: <laughs> you know what why don't we just fucking shake this bullshit off we're gonna play the demented r go with i want to kill we'll take a little break we'll do some news and we'll all feel better about that yeah yeah, yeah. Argo, some of Psychobilly's most out there. <laughs> They've got some really, really weird songs, and I really dig a lot of their stuff, and some of their other stuff is just a little too much for even me.
1: Ooh, too much stuff for even you. Yeah. What's, what's that like?
5: <laughs> Pretty much every time you read me some PSYOP news!
1: This one comes from Dan.
5: Oh, that's uh, Dan from uh, Corrupted Youth Podcast.
1: All right. Well, uh, he uh, posted one. Wisconsin woman put dismembered victim's head in bucket after meth-fueled sex act.
5: I knew you were going to pick this one because well, A, Wisconsin, it's, it's, and it B, just... severed head in bucket.
1: And, and then after sex act. I'm just saying, and meth. I mean, it's... There's a lot. The only thing missing in here is you could have swapped out Wisconsin for Florida and I'd be interest- or, or interested or Pennsylvania yeah. or like Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania a death. Yeah. Fuck to porno. America is a bunch of cunts. Necrophilia <laughs> yeah. could be overlooked. I don't know about that, but uh, you said yeah. it? Necrophilia could be overlooked. How dare you, sir? How dare you try to use my words against me?
5: <laughs> How dare you play a phrase that I said out of context to work better for you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> constantly. Necrophilia you can be overlooked, prick. And I'm going to fuck um, it to death. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um a twenty four year old woman has been charged with murder of a man whose body parts were found strewn about a Green Bay property and vehicle last week. If you want to about a person living at the home summoned police. A person living at the home summoned police on february twenty third after discovering a severed head in a bucket, old according to a criminal dummies. complaint obtained by local outlet WBAY. Officers arriving at the scene made their way down to the basement the stairs, the finding the head still lying in a black bucket on the floor, I'm gonna stop covered by a towel guns, and don't help you. what appeared to be dried blood on a nearby mattress.
5: This is a horrific. Further,
1: I know. A further search of the property turned up a storage tote in which the upper part of the torso had been stored. Taylor Shaw sh- Business... Allegedly, the last person to have seen the 25-year-old victim alive was found in a nearby house. Her clothing was spackled in dry blood, according to complaint, and police searching her van found a crock pot box containing other human body parts, including legs. Holy fuck!
5: Female serial How killer. How big was
1: that crockpot?
5: <laughs> it probably could fit a whole court, and by court, I mean me.
1: Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, how big was that crock pot, motherfucker?
5: (laughs) It was a crock pot box filled with body parts.
1: That's a, oh God, sorry. That was amazing. When the police asked her what had happened, Shaw Business replied, that's a good question. (laughs) You know what? flat out, uh, props for you know, at least making it like you know, making the cops work for it, I
5: guess (laughs) You're always supposed to follow up a question with a question, right?
1: Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. She was later charged with first degree intentional homicide mutilating a corpse and third degree sexual assault Shaw Business allegedly killed and dismembered her victim after first smoking methamphetamine with him according to the complaint. They initiated a sexual encounter that then escalated to include the use of chains With Shaw Business characterized as a dog's choke collar. There were two, she said, one for her and one for him. Eventually, Shaw Business said she began strangling him with her bare hands. She told investigators that she could feel his heart continuing to beat as she choked him so she kept pulling and choking him harder. She kept going as the man's face turned purple and blood came out of his mouth. The local, uh, a local outlet WISN reported citing the complaint.
5: Wait, was this a sex thing? Like they were into like like breath play? Is that what this? Well, is?
1: I have no idea who is into what because I don't know what she was actually in, what he was actually into compared to what you know she got him high on methamphetamines and told him to do. <laughs>
5: yeah, so they're high on meth, and she's just like basically strangling him, but she's saying like she knew he she wasn't he wasn't dead, so she just he just she just kept going.
1: I guess. Yeah,
5: but like it, it, the explanation doesn't have any logic as to why she's not saying why she's just well, saying I this is that, what happened.
1: I think the whole "why" part is the the smoked methamphetamine.
5: <laughs> I know I'm trying to get logic from how meth heads think, and, yeah. and that's that's not going to happen. I know that this is a null pointer, my man. I just like my brain won't let it go. <laughs> like, but no, how I, do you I, I, where where is that where is that jump in logic from? We just smoked meth to so we're strangling each other to see how long we yeah. can last. Right,
1: where's that jumping off point?
5: Right, where did that happen? I just uh, okay.
1: It gets worse. Apparently,
5: she's fucking dismembered this fucking guy.
1: She then played with the cadaver for two to three hours after his death. Using several knives to dismember the body, prosecutors allege in the complaint. A bread knife worked the best, she explained, in a police interview because of the serrated blade. Shaw Business told the police that they'd have fun trying to find all the organs, according to the complaint. Jesus fucking had to- Christ! Her plan had been to bring all the body parts with her, but being paranoid and lazy, as she put it, she left the head behind. She said she couldn't believe that she had actually left the head behind, though. Shop Business told investigators that she had just gone crazy and blacked out during at least one part of the encounter. She asked them if they knew what it was like to love something so much that you kill it, according to the Green Bay Press-Gazette. The name of the victim was not immediately released by authorities.
5: All these body parts are just one guy, though, right?
1: Yeah, uh... How- Tuesday, Brown County Court set bail for Shaw Business at $2 million, deeming her a flight risk. She had been placed on probation just weeks before the alleged murder and was missing the monitoring bracelet she was supposed to have been wearing. I think the facts alleged are extremely concerning and disturbing and go to the violent and grave nature of the offense, Assistant District Attorney Caleb Saunders said at the hearing. He called it one of the most serious offenses committed in the county in a long time.
5: (laughs) No shit, that.
1: Appearing via video link. Shabaz, said little at the hearing. WBAY reported. She seemed calmed. If convicted, she faces life in prison. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it, court. I've seen her picture. We would be in trouble. <laughs> now, I don't think either one of us would do math. But <laughs> He could be in trouble <laughs> i'm just fucking saying
5: <laughs> is that a old-fashioned girl with a dark raven curl is that what you're saying
1: yeah 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 dude yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> the minute the meth pipe comes out my pants go yeah, up yeah. and i'm yeah, out the door
1: here <laughs> i'd like to think i have like we all have that much power and control but like if I was single and it had been a long time, I don't know, Court. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I want to say my judgment's more sound than that.
5: I like how you just start want- adding qualifiers where you're like, if I was single and it was like, you know, Friday night and it's been a really long time and I hadn't had meth in months. I'm like,
1: wait, what? <laughs> what, Matt? What? I just, I just want to say this. I want to say that I I would be better. I want to say (laughs) it, but I can't.
5: (laughs) I want to believe that you could be better. I want to believe
1: that I would be a better person. So I'm just going to leave it there. That I want to believe (laughs) that. And that's it.
5: This show is not even an hour and a half yet, and I'm so fucking done. Just
1: do. It. I know, I know. I'm just fucking I'm over it so bad. <laughs>
5: this is like the shortest fucking show we've ever done. Fucking Night Killer broke us.
1: Nightkiller did it in, man. Who is this director again?
5: Claudio Fragasso. and I'm gonna try to avoid this motherfucker can, in the future. There could never costs.
1: be for for that has to be the last time Fergasso's ever done anything on this show. I'm just saying. <laughs> at least
5: directorial wise. Like yeah. he's written in some of the Matei stuff, and it's been okay. Okay, as far okay, as Matei yeah. Goes, but still, this has been the fucking worst. And I, I no more Fergasso. I, if I can no. avoid Fergasso, I definitely will, my man.
1: It quite literally, I believe, has destroyed the very fabric of who we are. It <laughs> we it warps the mind of our children and weakens the resolve of our allies.
5: <laughs> so what Matt is saying is he now believes that there should be censorship and it should be because of quality. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. And Fergasso's
5: night killer is that uh, line.
1: Uh, Fergaso is not part of what makes it good. <laughs>
5: Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That is a stellar fucking review that we just brought back. All right. uh, Let's just end this shit. (laughs) Ending Legion promo. After that, we're going to come back with Blitz and
6: The Killing Dream.
5: The killing every song I play tonight is too good for this fucking show.
1: I mean, it really is,
5: dude. This (laughs) fucking movie doesn't deserve any of this.
1: No, I mean, you're being far too kind to this fucking movie.
5: (laughs) If you'd like to find the other instances where we have bickered and complained and been really bitchy about Matei movies that we've covered in the previous instances of either March or May Matei, that is all available on our main landing and or launching page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. I think Bo made that longer intended just to see if I could get it all out in one breath. I'm willing to bet he did no probably not he probably made it longer to make his life a little bit easier as well <laughs> well if you'd like to find something that might make your life just a little bit easier at least during the working day for the working human you're gonna have the to
1: working ch- human beings out there
5: you're gonna have to check out the instagram cinema underscore psyops. it's also for those of you that are not working if you're a human being and you're just having a rough time and just life itself has got you down you're looking for something that might pick you up every day during the work day I'm posting there thrice daily cinema underscore psyops on instagram
1: good job that's how you do
5: it. <laughs> it's also instantly then shared to my twitter feed at court underscore psyop where no one really pays any attention except for all of the porn bots that i follow that constantly dm me weird things are they weird or are they wonderful depends upon <laughs> my mood most of the time they're just weird Yeah. okay well that makes sense <laughs> the memes are then shared to our Facebook page, which is also aptly named just like our Facebook group, Cinema Psyops. Real easy to find them there. And I am on Facebook as Court PsyOps sharing all the memes there as well and the occasional Catterday.
1: Yeah, of course. But Catterday is the most important part of it.
5: Not as you'd be seeing nobody resharing it and most people just kind of ignoring it, but you know, it's Saturday, I get it folks. I'm still doing I, it for me.
1: I still love Catterday.
5: <laughs> Matt Syop's favorite part of being on this show is when I post Catterday. This Catterday,
1: man. This love like Catterday.
5: If you don't love Catterday and you'd like to email me a dissertation about how Catterday has nothing to do with my podcast, first of all... Well,
1: first of all, how fucking dare you? Right.
5: And secondly, I'm available at cinemasyopscord at gmail.com for said dissertation, which I'll immediately delete.
1: <laughs> then you'll get a dissaluation.
5: While you're out out there, shocked as fuck that Matt used the word you don't know the definition of kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. my man
1: i am doing so recording one two three
5: waveform looks good yep and we are talking about night killer yeah (laughs) Uh, let's just let's just get it over with we'll we'll just start the show please six six clips right yeah okay yeah let's just fucking do this jesus fucking can we please yeah that'd be
3: great
1: (laughs)
5: let's just get it over
1: with. can we we fucking go
5: (laughs) we should really just do it
1: yeah can we please can we
5: but I also don't want to give Fergasso too much fucking credit.
1: You're talking about a necrophilia scene. Did they cut that or something? Did you
5: not see the scene where the lady was covered in wax after he drowned the prostitute in oh, wax? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, never mind. All right, all right, all right. And then I get it. Okay, that's what you're talking about. All
5: right. It's implied. You don't actually <laughs> see it. it. Yeah.
1: That, okay, okay. I, th- I, that's what I was getting confused about. I'm like, oh, hold on. I didn't, uh, I didn't particularly see this movie.
5: <laughs> well, that makes a great outtake at least. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: hold on, sorry. Oh close. Like I said, man.
5: No, I think that yawn pretty much closes out the review, right? Like, I mean, that's 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 how that's how the rest it's, of the film goes. It's
1: all, it's all over.
5: <laughs> that's it from here.
1: This, this is it. This this is how the this is how the this is how the movie ends. <laughs> that was is... a that was a bang, but a yawn and a whimper. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That goes to our next clip.
5: I got two left. Yep, this is the second to last one. Yep. What
3: are you doing? One out. Whoa. A gun.
5: Okay, I got wait, wait. three left then. Yeah. Yeah. Check the registration. No one expects, all right? Yeah. A woman sitting there. Yeah, this
1: right. Cool. Ooh, too much stuff for even you. Yeah. What's, what's that like?
5: <laughs> Pretty much every time you read me some sign-off news.
1: Well, good. We uh, we all needed that segue. Good
3: job. <laughs> you
5: as fuck that matt used the word you don't know the definition of kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch
1: holy jesus i wonder that's how many, amazing i wonder how many
5: people that actually caught where they're like hey what was that
1: what? what
5: that was the only thing i had to bounce off of i hope it's not too bad
1: <laughs> it's all right you're not gonna have to edit this show at all <laughs>
5: <laughs> you say that, but I still will.
1: You still will. I mean you don't have to, but you still will. <laughs> <laughs> you still recording? Not anymore. Now I'm finished with all this horseshit.